0: We are now doing Daf Memtes, Sherifa Daf Memtes of Harshas Bechukhoisai, and starting with the second Sif of the Maimar Elahukim. Now, the whole concept of Brachais, blessings in the Torah, is by way of analogy, as it says in the Pasuk, in Parshish Bukhu Kaysai, you shall eat your bread uh, to satiate. The explanation is, is that you should have this level of, as we say until complete satiation and joy, um, as it is also written And the curse is the clawless. Conceal and prevent a person from serving Hashem. Which Jewish people are... That the Jewish people uh, rose in Hashem's thought and are believers, sons of believers... Therefore, really, the Jewish people are not shy to the idea of a curse, um, they're in, from their essence. And Lasulavo Lavo, really, any klalais will transform to brachis. So the whole purpose of klalais then are to remove this external spirit of impurity that cleaves to the neshamas of the Jewish people and gets mixed in with the with the holiness of the neshama. This is why it says yeah. in the passage in Parshas Natsavim Is kol ha'alois al-i ve'chav al And as it is written specifically that that all these curses are specifically on your enemies. It's also written in Parshas achre Venasa ha-sa'ir alav that's in that specifically the goat is carries the burden of all the um, all the avoidness of the Jewish people to separate the avoidness from the Shams of the Jewish people, um, which is this level of isov within the yid, Iishsayre is and' brought down in Toldis this is the explanation of this whole concept of klalas, of curses, which really, they're brachis, from their essence. The whole idea is that the klala is that it says in um, in, uh, in the Mishnah Torah, in the last sefer of the Chumash, in Parashat Kitova, etc. that it's only the chitsoy-ness, the that cleaves to the to the neshamas of the Jewish people that has this aspect of klala. And so the explanation is that the pasuk, the stranger that is amongst you, this is the shechina that from it comes the hidden love. That which is in the heart of every Jewish, Jewish person that has this that is this level of exile within the, the body. This is called a gear, which is in, uh, so to speak, is in a foreign land. It's this God, spark of godliness that al- animates and enlivens this person's soul. As the sages say, that when we were exiled, uh, the Jewish people were exiled, the shino was exiled with. And then it says uh, that, as a, uh, that the, the blessings that will ascend higher and higher, that will have this level, this essential and ultimate massive elevation that will recognize the depths from the depths of our thought, the greatness of Hashem, which is completely unlimited. It's written in Parshas Yisra, and Vaya, etc. etc. The explanation is that we shouldn't have any more this level of constriction and and limitation, but rather we should have this concept of, as is brought down to hillim, this Halcha V'Archava that we will go in with her chav, with uh, vast, uh, vastness and abundance. And then, um, as the pasuk of yalla lecha ata terid matamata, that means that you, ata, that's the level of the body and external aspects of the person, that should descend low uh, down very low, and that is the whole idea of the Chloeis, that the curse is not on the essence of the Jew, the curse is on the external elements of the Jew that prevents the Jew from serving Hashem, it's to separate the Jew from these negative things. This we can understand the whole concept of Yitzchak of shalom that he wanted to bless Esau and that Yankev, That's the Brachis and all the Mithras of the Teda, which are which are the hamshacha and the revelation of Hashem's godliness down here below, This is only to push away the siturah and to subjugate it to, to holiness. And therefore, the Torah is given only after we left Mitraim. And that's not the case in the times of our forefathers, because it's for our avais, they're called the Merkava a chariot, divine chariot. They're totally nullified to shem's unity. And they did not need this and this uh, revelation down here. Therefore, Yitzchak didn't want to bless Yaakov because he was on the level of Merkavah, he was on such a highly level, but he knew that Esav had a special um, opportunity within him that if he would bless Esav, then he can transform him, and bring him close to Kedusha. And therefore, he said in his bracha that Esau stands before, that That specifically Esau is standing before him. in the Pasach, Ve yiten this part of the bracha he gives. Hashem should give you from the dew of the heaven, from the fat of the earth, and um, the Reif Dagan the and green and wine. and uh, only good things. So the altar of exploits. Tash, represents Tash Bechstav. It's written Torah. Bishmanaya Aretz, that represents the Tash Belpav. Rav Dagan, this represents the halachas of the Torah, which are molt- very many halachas. We have infinite multitudinous amounts of halachas. And certainly the in person the kids be barbay that the uh, storage houses of grain that Yesif at kept in its time was so infinitely large amounts that I wasn't even able to count. As I brought down the Pasuk and shar shrim, similarly in Sher Shiram it's written about Allah Mais in Mispar. Sages explain Allah that represents the that those are really that means halachis. So, Tirish, this Tirish is wine, um, and that actually represents the secrets of the Torah, as it says that in the Gemara, when <inaudible> wine comes in, the secret comes out, and that's why it's like we want to bless, bless Esau specifically in order to transform and push away the sitra achra that's within Esau and to transform. But in truth, it wasn't possible to subjugate him to Kedusha because he was completely wicked. And um, the only way to actually uh, correct any, the blemish within Esau was to remove the sitra the negativity completely and to cut off with all the claws. So, so that's why the brachas weren't given b'poil mamish to Esau, but rather to Yankov. The idea was to uh, subjugate the sitrachach that was a subject that was mixed in, in his seat in the seat of Yaakov as it is written in so I guess there's elements of Esav within the sense of Yaakov that needs to be subjugated and refined. And as it is written in the pasuk in Pashas tale, for Esav Achiv Ba his brother, came from his say se- side, so to speak. So don't I so say don't read Mitzidoi. Besides, so that when a person stands in davening and wants to cleave to Hashem, and he has many machshev zaris that he doesn't want to have, um, and those really are coming mitzidai from his side, like uh, like they're like the of that's kind of hanging on to him. So, that's, that's a, you know, so, however, nevertheless, these um are not willing. So, therefore, they're called mitzidoi, which are not the idea of acharayim, which is something that you forced on completely. Um, it's not something that he doesn't desire at all not the- it's not the level of panam either, which is complete willingness. but when he has these extraneous thoughts during davening, because he he wants to cleave to Hashem and when a Jew dabbins once it cleaves to Hashem, consequently, it just happens that these strange thoughts kind of are drawn after him, after the, the Jew that wants to talk. Just like the the mashal, the person that wears a very long garment. And unfortunately, if you're wearing a very beautiful long garment, unfortunately, sometimes it just happens that some of it will drag into the mud. And... If he wants to, you know, climb a ladder, it will get kind of dirty with the, um, all the dirt that collected in his garment will ascend with him. Uh, So it's kind of like the the ladder, climbing a ladder is, you know, like davening because it says that um, the davening is like climbing a spiritual ladder. So unfortunately, you know the the neshama has is going to have some some shmutz on it that's going to just unfortunately just come derech when they're davening. And so, in order to suppress this evil within the neshama, which is this level of of. so what is what do we do? Well, Yitzchak Avinu you know, said that that kumnashva he said, meaning that it's impossible to draw down the brachis, which is a revelation of godliness, as long as this wickedness is still so strong within the person. So the Pasakant Talm, lay You can't have the wickedness so strong. So how do we how do we get this out? Kumna. Specifically, we have to get up, so to speak. So, just like it says in, uh, when the Jews left Egypt in the Shira Sayam, Kigai Ga, we say. So, what does it mean? Uh, Targum translates it as Are Isigai, I'll give Sonaya. i give So, this means that one must elevate oneself and distance um, oneself from these, I guess, these negative uh, influences. Um, so they, that way, the Nishama doesn't have any unika uh, from these negative forces. And similarly, by us practically in our Varus that one must meditate and really think and meditate on the greatness of Hashem. How Hashem fills the whole world and encompasses the whole world. The Mamala and it, recognize that everything is as of as if it's nothing before Hashem. And Hashem is completely infinite. And then we won't have any unique so much. So, and consequently, we'll all anything that's preventing us from seeing Hashem will completely fall away. These are these wicked attributes, these meat is rice and machshav zaris that the Jew has because the Jewish people, uh, we uh, ascended, so to speak, in Hashem's thought, specifically. We Shem thought us into existence, so to speak. So that means that since we want to, I guess, live our lives as close as possible and in the image of Hashem, so too we should really activate our, our koyach, this, this power of thought, to really meditate on the meditative grace of Hashem. And that's why the Pasek, uh In the Brech of uh, Yitzchak, it means kumna shiva. So what does this mean, shiva? That that the Jewish people, in their own right, specifically through this yeshiva process, meaning through descending and drawing down this revelation, down here below, to make a Debre Techtonium, that's really the ultimate purpose as it says in Tehillim, that just like a person sits down, he, so to speak, um, he, I guess, settles himself to an extent that he feels home, at home, and settled. So that's just like we want Hashem to feel that same way, Baruchnias um, in this physical world, and pasuk continues So this means that every speech and action, in Torah mitzvahs, has this element of trapping of this of this uh, hunted game, so to speak, game meaning that we are of a shem is that we are trapping sparks in the the it, that's sparks of holiness that are hidden within the body and uh, vivifying soul that is within us and transforming it to holiness and this idea of eating specifically through eating is how the Jewish people uh, are, so to speak, get their sustenance uh, from their father in heaven. <sighs> and Pasuk continues, b'avur nafshecha. This is the level of panemius, that the inner highest of all the worlds that are drawn down from the ultimate life source of the Eint Saif, which is enclosed and concealed in them in order to vivify and animate the soul that is completely concealed in the body. And this Baracha, this blessing, is able to leave its concealment and manifest itself in a revealed way. In within the intellect, in order so that way the glory of Hashem will be revealed and the unity of the Jewish people will be, the unity of Hashem will be manifest within the intellect and thoughts of the Jewish people, specifically here in this physical world. And in the future time to come, we'll have this blessing and Hamsha in this world in a complete revealed sense down here below. And this is why it is written in the Pasuk, Elah mishpatim Mishpatimba We're now answering the question that we asked at the beginning of the Mimer. Why does the Pasuk allude to the blessings and curses as? Laws, so to speak, even though they're really blessings and curses, because this is the revelation of godliness down here below. And the whole purpose of the brachas and the is to re- remove and nullify any negativity that prevents the Jewish people from doing their avodah to Shem, which it happens specifically through the the mitzvahs, the positive mitzvahs, the negative mitzvahs, and only and specifically that they are between Hashem and the Jewish people. What does that mean? Because the kholos are essentially um, intermediaries, so to speak. That unfortunately separates the Jewish people from Hashem, and that's why the pasuk has to use the lesson because the because when when a when a Jew does not do exact rech right to Hashem, and transgresses rech right and Hashem, that there's ends up being this, so to speak, this uh, partition between Hashem and the Jewish people, and that's what the kolos are supposed to really accomplish is to help remove that. Um, And therefore, we need to um, rectify ourselves through uh, through through, uh, doing the mitzvahs properly. Um, And specifically, the negative mitzvahs, the 365 negative mitzvahs, which guards uh person from that there shouldn't be any unique and there shouldn't be any uh, any separation between us and Hashem and that's why it's written and not al to show that we have this job to really remove this 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 uh, this uh, thing that's separating us and that's only through observing all the chukim mishpatimataris. So that's the end of the Ila chukim mimer. So now moving on, on Daf Mem Tas Amud to the next mimer, very powerful mimer. Says, uh, brought down in the gemara that it is usur for a person to taste anything, any food, until he first feeds his animal. It says in the Pasuk in the second paragraph of Krishna. and only then later it says in the in the, in the Krishna. So that we, from that, we come to learn out that we have to really feed our animals first. So this halachaya, is has a pneumus deeper pneumus inyanim that we're gonna explain. First, the Kirbanis. The whole concept of Kirbanis is to elevate the animal within on the misbeach. In order that we should mm-hmm. see sort of speak the supernal aria, um that we should, uh, supernal lion, at least these so to speak, spiritual, uh, all right, uh, that um, expression of Hashem. It's, so, anyways, in order that this animal this behima is able to be part of this Milo, this supernal fire. We first need to have this reach pleasing, we have to have this free, pleasing fragrance. And we need to have this mshacha and illumination from above to below. And to give uh and strength to elevate and transform this behemoth from a very ocean-decah entity to uh, rochus this is the idea of feeding the animal on a spiritual level he's offering the kurbanis, and this means uh asif this idea of the feeding the grass uh, supernal grass the idea of giving the behimah, the food to strengthen it so that it's able to ascend just like a person is strengthened through food and this is what it means that it that'll give grass for your in your uh, in your field for your animal that we're able to elevate the behemoth and so, what does this mean in Vedas Adam? It means, uh, the idea is Psuke de Zimra. Psuke de zimra, we have this pilus of the Nefshal Kis, which, which the godly soul is on this level of behemoth, it's in this animal state before you And then, just like the uh, the Merkava of Pnei Aryeh and Pnei Shor, it's so speak on the spiritual level, behemoth, that's our godly soul. And this is written in the Pasuk and Shmuel that the idea of this, of meditate, the praise of Hashem, and the level of Mamalakam, I mean, specifically, that just like in its source, it is we. It is, we're, so to speak, taken from the dregs of the, the Shemari fanim of these angels, this element from these angels and we have this Hispilus, this of the angels that are called Chayus Behebos, they are, so to speak, have this animalistic energy to it. Um, this is what's happening, Lamila and this is all in the way of Mammali calming. And so the whole idea of Sukkot zimra is the idea that when we sing, we reach this union uh, this, this of Ashir Hashem Ki gaiga by the Shir Sayyam. And when the, the person is singing, so to speak, to Hashem, the nefesh abamis has a special koyach to be included, so to speak, in this supernal fire. That through this burning supernal fire of the of uh, of the burning passion of the godly soul, the nefesh is able to be help burn up, so to speak, spiritually the nefesh abamis. And that is through the grass, so to speak, the asif, that we give to the, the nefesh abanis, meaning that we draw down and illuminate this godliness in a way of mamalik al that through the nefesh al the godly soul meditating and praising Hashem, and so this is what it means. It's forbidden for a person to taste, specifically yitoim. The idea of tasting is a uniquely human uh, quality. We don't see a concept of animals tasting something, just the mere idea of just tasting. They eat. So that would be Michael Adam. That's the way humans eat. But Michael Behima. Um you First you have to feed your, your animal, which is the idea of psukotizimna. And through this, we get the strength for the animal soul to be included and cleave to Hashem's essence, and then afterwards, um, we feed the um, the at the godly soul, so to speak, which is the idea of tasting, specifically through. Krishma and tefillah davening by giving over one's soul to the unity of Hashem, the oneness of Hashem, and not um, an idea of completely giving oneself over and to the oneness and light of Hashem, which is so lofty, it's called the level of Adam, of man, just like we say that Hashem is Adamel, or that mankind is Adam, so since we are similar to Hashem, we, on a human level, are able to connect to Hashem, this higher level, during Krishna and Tefillah, and davening, and through the Shmonasray. and this is what it means, vahad, that Savata. That's why it says later on, a Savata in the Krishna. Um, and that's how we learn this halacha of feeding the animal first, because it's the whole idea of first feeding the behima zimra, and then to feeding the feeding the the adam, the, the human elements, which is through Krishma. As uh, Shir, Pasuk and Shirashiram actually breaks down the two elements of Birchus, of Krishna and Krishna that says Achalti Divshi. So Yari alludes to the brach of Yitzir R, which uh, talks about the the his of the angels of the Malachim. And Divshi that alludes to the Krishna itself now um the skipping the parentheses the parentheses discuss um how this is connected to the korban of the spiritual aimer of the coming of the aimer that's brought before shavuus which is specifically made of barley which is an animal food and why what's how this is all connected to the immune we're discussing and after parentheses we speak, we're now discussing how Torah is called oiz, strength. It's also called Tushia. And why is it called Tushia? The Torah is called Tushia because it, so to speak, is matashas koyach so to speak, weakens the koyach of man. So what does this mean? That just like by the Kirbanas, it's written in Parshas Pinchas Lachmi the The Korban should be Lachmi lishai there's a burnt for fire um, offering for Hashem. That meaning it's but the word lachmi alludes the fact that the tahara is called lachem bread. As we bring down lahu, lachmu lachmi in the, in Mishle. just like food strengthens the koyach of a person, the power of a person. So too, the Torah gives koyach for the godly soul, which is called Adam, the person, human. And this is called Mecha uh, adam, food for human food, because through learning um, halacha, or one's godly soul is able to become strengthened in order that it should be able to get Give it over to the oneness um, of Hashem through Kriyashma, and we're able to reach this high level of Ichl Reim. And this is what our sages say that for every Dibur and Dubur, the Shamas, I guess, send and return uh, into this, I guess, this dew of. Life, Tal So, this idea that in the Targum Yenison and him it explains that this, this, um, Gemara and Shabbos, um, it says that Tal is this, um, this idea that parchanish masen that the I guess the soul ascends and blossoms specifically through mysterious nefesh and, and returning the body uh, turning one's body through the Talb of Torah through the dew of Torah, so to speak, which is the idea of shuv. So it's the idea of retzev a shuv because the koyach, power and strength for their soul was given in order to strengthen and return their soul back into their bodies in order to, I guess, revive the soul, specifically through food, through the food they eat. And the parentheses explains that the words "retzavishuv" is actually the gematria of the word "torah." So, specifically through um, this idea of "retzo," which is the idea of "parchnismasen" of, I guess, the soul ascending, so to speak, and then returning back was the idea of "shuv." That is what makes it possible to receive the Torah, which the whole concept of the Torah is this avoid of "retzavishuv." This is why the Torah is called "tushia" salvation. Because it is known that everything um, that is needed to elevate above is connected down here below. That it's impossible to elevate itself without first untying this, so to speak, this knot, that keeps one tied down below, and then one is able to ascend, etc. Similarly, because the Taitos gives koyach, gives power and strength to elevate, um, there is this koyach, this power also to untie this knot, so to speak, that connects the, the animal soul to the physicality of this world, and to lhatish so the idea of to Shia to weaken so to speak this power of this that that connects the uh the the Nefshabamis the animal the physicality of the soul that um, to make it weaker to weaken the, the animalistic and physical aspects of the body and soul that it uh Should be able to elevate uh, the godly soul and the kus within the soul. And so, basically, so when we say to Shia, the idea is that it weakens the power of the nefshabamis. And this is the Indian that. Uh, we give strength to our soul to elevate because we we uh, remove this this knot, so to speak, that's tying down our godly soul. And then we are able to uh, elevate to higher spiritual levels. And this is the difference between um, grass, which is an animal food, and human food because grass just just grows on its own uh, with it because of the this power the power of vegetation this this within the ground but human food needs to it's not it doesn't just happen randomly if you just like let things grow wild it's not you're not really gonna properly grow human food. The way to go get human food is through planting, specifically through this process of zaria, through planting specific produce. Um, then specifically like wheat, planting the wheat, then it will sprout. So that's the mushal What is the nimshal? What is the analog? here, that the angels are called grass of the field, in the, in the Zohar. And the, that is the idea of animal food, angels, which is ban, uh, which comes and sprouts from the power of Malchus itself, which is called Eretz, which is called land, Without any, because it's animal food that doesn't require any zria, any planting, um, any spiritual planting. Now, tavua, actual produce, which is human food, that needs to be planted. So, spiritually, this represents the nishamais, which is called vishis tavasai. That's called adam, human food, hum, uh, food for humans. That is specifically needs to have this idea of planting, which is drawing down this level of uh, into this level of Hashem's malchus. And this is the food of not only physical man, but in the analog, it's adam ha'elyayin, supernal man. So to speak, this is specifically through the mister snafish of neshama's in kriyashma, in the oneness uh, that that ascends um, to be uh, included in the body of the king, so to speak. After the parentheses. We actually find that after we feed our behima, we feed the adam barukness, then we have a circular circular pattern for the next day that the Krishma, the mysterious nefesh that we have in Krishma, actually gives the koyach, the power for the for the yid to be able to feed their behima. Uh, the next day in And so for the whole process to repeat itself the next day. Now, moving on to Sif base. We know that there is another difference between planting um, and of of uh, wheat, grapes. So it's written, Vanechi netaitich. So you that planting produce like a seed of wheat that will sprout from it. It, even though it's such a small seed, it will sprout with much abundance, much greater than the seed itself. And we don't have to wait that long from the planting of the seed of the wheat kernel until it actually sprouts. However, uh, it does need the 39 malachas that need to be done to plow it and then to, you know, do all these uh, uh, malachas uh, before Shabbos to 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 thresh it, to grind it, to select it, winnow, and then bake it and then cook it until it becomes ready to eat. So that's Zaria. Now, Matia is different. Matia is the idea of planting a seed. For example, an apple seed. When one plants an apple seed, it doesn't sprout right away, but the tree grows over time. And... The idea is is that you, when you plant an apple tree, you have to wait three full years in order to even begin to benefit from the uh, tree. And there's even other trees like a tom or a date tree that, that uh, you have to wait 70 years in order to actually reap the produce of it. Um, is that a tzaddik uh, will blossom like a day tree? And however, one doesn't need so the benefit though, on the flip side, when you plant a day tree, you don't need to do all those uh, 39 malachas. In order to get the fruit to uh, to be able to benefit from the fruit, you're able to just pluck it off the tree and consume it right away. And you actually, also the other benefit uh, is you get uh, direct pleasure from the sweetness of the fruit. As opposed to the wheat that you planted, It's you get, uh, I guess, a sustenance from the bread, um, but you don't get that sweetness. So it's a very... Um, two very different types of planting. There's many more differences as well. So that's the mashal. So what's the nimshal? The analog is that all of these things can be understood spiritually, Lomilo, that the godly soul is, so to speak, planted in the way of zria, like or Zeruah latzadik. is like the idea of uh, wheat. And we have in the Shama that is, that is the idea of like a tavuah of like produce, for example, called Reishi's Tavuah. That by way of analogy, that a t'vua produce that was Nizra with a seed, like a wheat seed, um it will you know grow in multitudinous ways however it won't have any shinoi ha mahus it won't change the essence won't change like the like the sprouting of an apple tree meaning that the nishama is in gan Eden, in the which are beriboy and agdoa that we have this addition of godly light that is within them, which is this idea of reboy along. And we also have even loftier souls that derive pleasure from H- H- Shema Vaya with this great sweetness. These are souls that are like apples, like it's written in Shir Shirim, Radfuni Batapuchim. The idea is that their 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 essence is completely changed when they I guess elevate, come elevated and uh, compared to how they were when they were so to speak planted from their orzirulatzadik, like the advantage of an apple over uh the seed that was planted. This is also the difference between the elevation uh by way of cause and effect iluba and the elevation that's not doesn't occur uh there's said and this is called the level of chakal tapuchin kaddishin it's uh like apple orchard like we say in Shir Shirim Ketapuach Matzei Yar, Doidi is the idea of Yar Shem Now, one should look in Pardes, that explains that the apple field, apple orchard is the level of Tiferes, and explains the whole Indian of Teferis in Parshish Kedeshim in the discourse over there. You can look over there. Now, through this, we can say that this whole concept of stay Halovan and stay Ilan that is in the Mishnah uh, and the Tractate of shavias, that this represents Ganin and Ganin and Elyin. It's Ganin and it's sources from Malchus and Ganin and Elyin it's sources from Bina. However, must understand that the idea of Gan, garden, is the natias planted, as it is written, v'yitah Hashem elokim Gan, in gracious in the garden, with regards to the garden of Eden. Uh, and the, the the nimshal, how can we say that the nimshal is only regards to tsmichas etvua? You can say that like our sages say that the das taivara was specifically a wheat tree of knowledge of good and evil was a a wheat berry wheat berries that they picked so the main idea is that also in Tachte, there's nishamas that are received from the level of nitias of planting and there are those nishamas that are idea of of uh proto specific so however, there is a great amount of time that is waited that needs to be waited until we say, meaning to say that from planting um and above until you finish the process, which is this, which is represented by this idea of God, godly revelation. Of this holy, pleasurable, divine light, you're waiting 70 years, which is an example of this, is that which we see in the godly soul down here below, that one derives pleasure in godliness. In order to derive the proper pleasure in godliness, one must wait a great amount of time, uh, at least a full year or more. And also, the, it is sprouted from the beginning of the tree. We need to say that the Beresha Ilan means from Chachma, because Chachma is the beginning of the spheres within the soul, which is that which is written in Pershaiv Teem, Ki Adam The man is the tree of the fields, which uh, he gives its fruit. Um, the Myla Kafka, because the Einig is only in Chachma. However, this is the advantage that one does not need to this tikkun through Ahava Nira, which is called, which is uh, Nira, is alluded to uh, baking and cooking. Just like the food of the produce and the shamus that are lower, it is impossible for them to become digested and to eat the food. This, I guess, this supernal food, human food, unless it is first baked properly. Meaning to say, to proper hislavus. Um, in a verse shem. And similarly, it's written in, there in the Parshish Asu Nashim that ten women bake from this, this portion of the clothes that the ten women bake in this oven, which represents the ten spires of Malchus. And specifically, their bread that they break that represents the Orzarua in one oven mean represents this idea of. Unifying this, uh, this actus, supernal actus, meaning to say that it becomes di- digestible after baking and be- becomes included in the oneness of Hashem, just like the analogy of one who uh, of food that does not become digested by a person, but only through baking at first, and all of this is understood. That which are say, just say. In that says Sida erti sal shetsi gluskais uchli milas uklay milas, etc. So this means that the land is this level of machose of which is the source in the shows and malachim, the angels. This toitsi, it should that it comes out from itself without. The voida of or latsadik, because it becomes elevated, and then Malch and then the Malch can become a terz law can become elevated to Kesser And the glus Kais, this is like the bread that is baked in the oven. Similarly, that which through the working on these uh, 39 prohibited labor, these 39 labor uh forms of labor of malachas, of the orzeruah, of this planting of light, of the nishamas including the oneness um, in this world. However, love, the neshama will complete its baking and cooking process, spiritual baking and cooking, and therefore... All these lofty lights will be revealed in Malch, specifically. Need to be elevated to uh, Kasser. It'll come all and receive. It'll receive from all of it. As is written in Zechariah, This uh, water of life will come out from Yerushalayim. And one should look in the Shalah, in Parshat Vietzeh, Pesek Minas Minas and Lechem that explains this um, uh, in the in the in the context of the bracha Hamaytzi Lechem Minaratz that which is written Glus Kay Sichlei Milas specifically it says specifically it says Glus Kay this comes to allude to the general histashlus of the lights of the, the the internal and Makif, the lights, the Iris, the Pneumium, the Pneumius lights, the Iris, a premium are the Glus Kais, and the Makif, the, the Makifem, are the Chleimilas. This is the idea of the Lavushim, Makifem, and metafis. And similarly, it is written. In the Berabashir Shirem, the, Shir Shir, 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 the Pasigan Nool, locked garden that on this pasuk and, and the pasuk in Yecheskel, B'chaseich Meshi, as it's uh, done literally in, this, in the world, etc. So how is this done? Mad at Amer LeYamish Amun Anan. Look over there. So the whole Indian is that the, in the Torah it is written, that this is the level of our And the mitzvahs, with regards to the mitzvahs, we say, which is the idea of kiddush, which is the level of our makif. And the proof to this is that one person is able to do a mitzvah by wrapping oneself in a tallis. And it can not, which is a very machivtika mitzvah, but it doesn't reach their heart at all in a pniusdika way. Until, but until he he first has to think with his, he can to such an extent that one can be completely wrapped in the ta'as and have machshav zaris, and it doesn't the machivtika energy doesn't uh, reach his pnius. But with regards to Matantaira, Matantaira was called Yayim Chasunase. it was called the wedding day that through every uh speech the Shama left um goofers level of Arpnimi because it was because it was completely willing, and therefore after this. Parcha Nishmasan, this, I guess, this Ratsai, Lava Ratsai, in the Dibar Rishon, we have a question, why did we need the second Dibar of the Sersa Debris? So, in the Kedushin that was before it, that that they sent them to Moshe, and they enacted this covenant with them, with with this... uh, with the blood they said, they said, I will do and then we will listen. This is the level of Makif. However, Makif gives the power and strength in order to achieve the second level which is the Pimi. That which they enacted this covenant was the reason that made it possible to have this near Mr. Nefesh and however mean marriage was in Ma'at because they had this idea of Pachamish Masan in the most literal sense. And that's not the case with this, with the with the, this concealed makif Dekka light and connection. And similarly, it is mentioned in Idra that and from this we can understand that which this uh, this wonder is a very repella the when we say in the second paragraph of Kriyshma that Maysha said and. How can it be that it says I'll give rain and I'll give grass. Almost implies seemingly that Moshe is the one that's giving the the rain and giving the grass. But um, it's not a Moshe, it's a Shem. So what's going on? Now this is uh, just like the Mefarshim asked the question that after In the the Mishnah Torah, in Dvarim, in Seba Dvarim, Moshe is speaking himself, is speaking almost like as if he himself is giving the Torah. If that's the case, it should have said, that meaning Hashem gives uh, the rain gave the rain. So why is it making it seem like Moshe is giving the rain? You know, it's really coming from Hashem. So the Indian is that because the Shekhinah speaks within the throat of Moshe and the spirit of Hashem is speaking within Moshe, that when he's saying, when sat to Esau, he's completely nullified to Hashem. So it's not that Moshe is giving the grain, giving the rain, chas v'shalem, but rather that through Mantara, which is this idea of marriage, nesuin, that Moshe had this ultimate bital, ultimate nullification of Hashem, that he was just a pipeline and channel to draw down and to transmit the essence of Hashem uh, to such an extent that their souls were able to be completely... Um, nullified and one with Hashem and this is how Moshe was always that it is written mm-hmm. that he did not take up any actual space at all Therefore, he was able to save say sati that I'll give because the words of Hashem, he spoke the words of Hashem, and it was literally when Moshe spoke, it was literally Hashem speaking through him. And this is the idea of Hashaina that our sages say When one when learns and says over Halachis that our sages say must Nisa that means that the way of analogy, just like a king that decrees, says through his shliach, um, when a, a, that person through an emissary is literally like the person himself. So we say, for example, amar uh, et etc., that the decree of the king, the Baruch Hu, of, of the Zemalchusa. So Bay says that the spirit of Hashem is speaking within the, the din of the Malchus. As it is written, that I will place my word in your mouth. Words of Hashem in your mouth. However, this is only after Having this mysterious nefesh of this level of Mesuin Berkness, end of Mimer. Have a wonderful day.